This is Quotations, a podcast about words, written and spoken throughout history. If you can fill the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run, we shall fight in the hills. We shall never surrender. No matter where you're from, your dreams are valid. The Pale Blue Dot, the only home we've ever known. Hello and welcome to Quotations. I'm Matthew Monroe. Here's today's quote. Quote, Loneliness is black coffee and late night television. Solitude is herb tea and soft music. Solitude, quality solitude, is an assertion of self-worth, because only in the stillness can we hear the truth of our own unique voices. End quote. Those are the words of author, playwright, activist, and poet Pearl Kledge. Pearl was born December 7, 1948, in Springfield, Massachusetts, and is still alive today. Kledge began her career as a speechwriter, and from that, she springboarded into a career in creative writing. She's written more than a dozen plays and is the author of nine novels, by my count. Additionally, she's an essayist, and today's quote originates from one of her essay anthologies. Pearl tackles challenging subject matter. She speaks on topics related to race and sexuality and rights and injustices. It's very heavy stuff, and heavy stuff is good for us from time to time, but a lot can be, well, a lot. She is also the current Mellon playwright in residence at the Alliance Theater in Atlanta, Georgia. She's highly accomplished and clearly does not back down from a challenge when it comes to writing. And like many, she recognizes the need for downtime. One common trait that you may see across the people who I choose to highlight on this podcast of the many thousands and millions of quotes that are out there, I don't have them all, I'm still working on it, but even of the ones that I have, one common theme amongst those that I bring to you is often they have many, many pokers in the fire, as, as the old saying goes. They're extremely busy. They tackle challenging subjects. Well, last week alone, we covered someone who was equally capable in mathematics and philosophy. No small feat, to be sure. Many other people that we've talked to have businesses that they've excelled at. They're accomplished politicians or business people or teachers or even parents who have so much going on that it's amazing that they're able to handle all of it. And you as well, listener, probably have much that is going on. You have a lot of things on your plate. Kledge does as well. And she recognizes the need for there to be downtime, to be separation from all of those things on your plate, where you push yourself back from the table, away from that plate, and you just rest. And I use the term downtime in a very broad sense. To different people, downtime means many things. And it probably means something different to you than it does to me. But we need breaks. We are all busy people. Even if you don't have double doctorates and a business and a family, and you're just trying to exist, life is hard and challenging enough. We have to breathe. And when we dig down a bit into downtime, the concept of downtime, we see a few things emerge. Now, downtime, the concept of that may have excited you, or it may have made you cringe just a little bit. And this doesn't have anything to do with being an extrovert or an introvert. That comparison is way overdone and, and actually quite inaccurate in a lot of senses. But I saw something the other day in my random scrollings online 
in which an original poster on a website asked the question, what's something that's been a scam for so long or is so ingrained that we don't even realize that it's a scam? And of course, I thought to myself, as you may be now, well, that's an interesting question. What's, what's your answer, listener? Think for a moment. What would you say? What's a scam that's been a scam for so long and is so deeply ingrained in our day-to-day that we don't even realize that it's a scam? And I'm not talking about a telemarketer-type scam. I'm not talking about somebody calling to pretend to be somebody else. I'm talking about something in life that appears to be one thing, but is actually something completely different and detrimental. And there were many answers. Most of them were quite good, and I've forgotten all but one of them. There were, of course, pithy remarks like, well, government and higher education. And there are merits to those arguments, I suppose, but one really stood out to me from all the rest. And it basically summarized as the idea that we always have to be hustling and that we should be monetizing every hobby or interest we have or else we're missing out. Wow, I thought to myself, That's, that is particularly profound. You may be thinking so yourself. And then immediately following that thought, much as I did, you may be thinking to yourself, but wait a second, Matt, you have a podcast. Yes, I do. But spoiler alert, listener, I don't make any money doing this. Maybe one day I will, but I haven't made a dime for the last three years. And I don't care because this is a hobby that I enjoy. I have a certain amount of time that I can commit to this podcast, and I don't generally go over that amount of time. I'm not willing to do the types of things that most people would say have to be done in order to monetize a podcast. I'm not going to bother my friends and family relentlessly to get them to download every single episode. I'm not going to invest a bunch of money into search engine optimization and hiring somebody to make posts about every new episode and every little clip. I don't have time to sit down and clip out sections of my podcast and make them YouTube streams and things like that. I just don't. And I don't care to. Because for me, this is an enjoyable practice all on its own. And because I have other things to do, as do you, doubtlessly. So perhaps, just perhaps, we don't necessarily need to be monetizing and hustling and grinding and whatever else people want to call it all the time. It's okay to just be down. To just have downtime. It's okay to just have hobbies that you enjoy doing for the sake of doing them. Whenever somebody says the word hobby, the thing that pops into my mind is immediately the image of somebody with a pocket knife sitting in a rocking chair on a porch whittling something out of that little block of wood. It could be a bird. It could be just a cube. It could be anything. But that's a hobby. That person doesn't need to turn that into a a monetized thing. It's rest. It's relaxation. It's a pause from an otherwise crazy world. And there's nothing wrong with that. And you know listener, that I am a big fan of self-improvement, which, as you also know, if you are as well, can also be a grind. But I think that's a slightly different type of grind. So don't mistake the fact that I am railing somewhat against constantly hustling and grinding to be contradictory to the idea that we should be improving ourselves. I think those two things can both exist. And there's nothing wrong with hustling and grinding. There really isn't. It just doesn't need to be an all-consuming aspect of our lives unless we're very, very deliberate and think about it and make it so on purpose. Going back to downtime, perhaps another way to look at this is to say, if you're hustling and grinding all the time, perhaps you need more downtime. That seems counterintuitive, but we'll touch on that again here in a moment. In my mind, downtime comes in many forms. 
And as I mentioned earlier, it may mean a completely different thing to you than it does to me. And if you're one of those people who the concept of downtime makes you cringe just a bit, perhaps you're not doing one of two things. Either first, you're, you're not using the correct form of downtime, which we'll talk about in a minute, and what Kledge's quote addresses directly. Or perhaps you're not viewing downtime the right way, which we'll also talk about. So let's take a look at both of these things. But first, let me read you the quote one more time. Here's the quote. Quote, Loneliness is black coffee and late-night television. Solitude is herb tea and soft music. Solitude, quality solitude, is an assertion of self-worth. Because only in the stillness can we hear the truth of our own unique voices. End quote. So there we have, in Kledge's quote, two forms of downtime. And again, there may be others, there may be synonyms, something similar. But she calls out the two ends of the spectrum. Loneliness and solitude. And as I mentioned before, there might be two reasons why downtime makes you cringe a little bit inside if it does. If you cringe at the idea of downtime, it's probably because when you think of downtime, maybe you're thinking of loneliness. That if you pause for even a moment, you'll find yourself alone with your thoughts, and that can be very scary. I find myself doing this from time to time. Things quiet down, even for a brief moment. My natural reaction is to reach for my phone. And maybe yours is too. Why? Because I know that even if I don't know why I reached for my phone, the phone will reveal to me something that will be interesting. Without a doubt. It's designed that way. We've talked about the makers of apps and all of those things, and you know that people are constantly vying for our attention. All you need to do is pick up your phone, and something will reveal itself to you to be interesting. In whatever your app or apps of choice are. So if you're thinking of downtime as alone with your thoughts and lonely, it makes a bit of sense. Fear of missing out or FOMO is exactly this thing, right? I've got to be doing something with someone all the time or I'm missing out, right? Every weekend has to have something booked. Every Friday evening, I have to be going out. Every Saturday, I need to be going to brunch and then doing things. I need to go hiking. I need to talk to people. I need to go to this party or that party or else. We are, after all, social creatures. We need interaction. It's why solitary confinement, for example, is such a harsh and also controversial punishment for prisoners. It deprives us of what makes us human. You already have someone who's a prisoner who's been segregated from society, and now you're going to take and segregate them from their fellow inmates or prisoners even more so. We may as well be a lone organism floating around in some goo somewhere at that point. I would argue no one longs for loneliness. Right? Maybe, maybe someone does, but maybe they're weird. But I don't think any of us necessarily want that as our default. Now, solitude, on the other hand, is different. Loneliness is likely involuntary. Right? You find yourself in a place you have nothing to do. And the idea of kind of collapsing in on yourself and realizing there's no one around, I have no one to talk to, I have nothing to do, and I'm lonely. That maybe that's involuntary. But solitude, on the other hand, can be very voluntary. It's a choice. We choose solitude. And we choose solitude for many, many reasons. We choose it to reset, to relax, to disconnect, or to recenter ourselves. 
whatever you want to call it. It has value. And it doesn't have to be for a long time. I like the solitude, for example, of scuba diving. That may sound weird to you. Perhaps that sounds like an absolute nightmare to you. But I can tell you that for me, it's incredibly relaxing. No one can call me. No one can talk to me. There are no distractions. And it's an interesting world to explore. Now, I haven't been scuba diving in a while, and I certainly don't go often enough. But I find a lot of enjoyment in that, and many other things. In fact, for some, it may be running, or walking, or meditating, or reading. Any of those things, or something completely different. It could be sitting on the couch with your pet on your lap or at your feet, and just being there. That can be your downtime. That can be your solitude. So seek solitude, not loneliness. And I said there was a second reason. The other reason downtime may sound unappealing is an exaggerated sense of that FOMO, that fear of missing out. This is a perspective problem. If the idea of not having something constantly on the calendar or constantly booked, where you're constantly hustling and running and doing something, that's a perspective problem. And it's correctable. Solitude, as Kledge puts it, allows stillness and to hear our own unique voice. And that may sound woo-woo and pie in the sky to you, but it's true. Inside each of us, there's a monologue going on. And I would argue that that monologue can reveal a lot to us, but it's so easily drowned out by all the other things that we have going on, all the other things that are on our plate. And that this can be and is wildly valuable to the hustler, the grinder, the never-stop-and-breather, that person. If that's you, downtime can be crucial because running as hard and as fast as you can in the wrong direction is worse than being still for a moment to orient yourself correctly before proceeding. You can waste countless hours and countless energy before realizing you've done the wrong thing, where you could have potentially corrected for that by simply taking a moment to breathe. So, check in, via solitude, on your goals and dreams and aspirations, and make sure that they're still the right ones, that they're still the ones that you want. Hustling and grinding will always be there. There will always be opportunity to learn more, do more, make more money, see more things, interact with more people. But every now and then, have tea and soft music instead of black coffee and late-night TV. I think your life will be improved for it. Until next time, I'm Matthew Monroe. This is Quotations, and thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode and would like to hear more, please subscribe in your favorite podcast app or visit me at quotationspod.com to download and listen. Please also take a moment to recommend the podcast to a friend. That's a huge help. You can tweet at me at quotationspod. Send me an email to quotationspod at gmail.com. Find me on Instagram at quotationspod or join the conversation on Facebook at quotationspod. I look forward to hearing from you, welcome your feedback, and thanks as always for listening.